Chapter 28 The melon truck crossed the desert in record time. Considering the poor state of both the road and the vehicle, the driver had dumped Ari and Bandara Boss, like one of his burlap bags of produce. Bandara Boss was a large shipping port where tanker ships arrived empty and left filled with crude oil, the black gold of the desert. The fisherman's hut stank of rotten bait and unwashed garments. Ari sat on a coil of heavy rope, the kind used to secure large vessels to the dock. The Mossad agent had said he would return within the hour. Ari glanced at his watch. Faint beams of light filtered through the filthy window, casting just enough illumination for Ari to make out the time. Four hours had passed. He heard footsteps passing outside the hut. The door opened. Gripping the gun in his jacket pocket, Ari crouched in a defensive position. The fetid air in the hut sucked in the fresh sea breeze. Ari inhaled deeply, ignoring the whiff of benzene from the refineries. The metal door banged shut behind the Israeli agent. He wore the drab cotton trousers and tunic of a dock worker. His biceps bulged against the sleeves. His shoes were cast-offs, made for smaller, more delicate feet with the leather crushed down on the heel to allow his foot to slide in like a slipper. We've got problems, the man said without preamble. He pulled a packet of cigarettes from his pocket, offered one to Ari, who started to refuse and then changed his mind. They both lit up. The man spoke with the cigarette in his mouth. Khomeini's people got here before we did. Not one blasted fisherman will smuggle you across tonight. At any price? Ari had hoped to leave the stinking hut and be on the water by midnight. He thought of Reza and Faraday. Were they having similar problems at the Turkish border? Would their forged documents hold up to scrutiny? Did they have enough money to bribe the border guards? Or did fear of Khomeini curb the guards' greed? Bile turned in his throat as he imagined them, brother and sister, twisting at the end of a rope in some godforsaken prison yard. They're scared. The fishermen are simple men. The more money I offered, the more the whites of their eyes showed. Can we steal a boat and try to navigate ourselves? Ari felt desperate enough to try anything. The agent, whose name Ari still didn't know, and probably never would, grunted in disgust. He looked at Ari with a puzzled expression. Who are you, anyway? A Jew? On assignment? Same as you. Ari dropped his cigarette on the floor and crushed it with his heel. His eyes never wavered as he stared back, but he closed his fist to control the trembling of his fingers. The hell you are. I've received orders from Jerusalem to get you out of here at any cost. Evidently, I'm expendable, but you're not. Ari inwardly winced at the man's words. How much more of this craziness can I take? I'm no one special. Why do they think otherwise? First the Brotherhood, now even the Mossad. He nervously stroked the lion-shaped scar on his cheek and then took a deep breath. We escaped together. I'm not leaving Iran unless you're with me. Ari could see the relief in the Mossad agent's eyes. There is one more option. I've never used it before. The agent spoke with dogged determination. Years ago... Headquarters planted a sleeper on a Japanese ship. Poor Freyer, 
The sucker's been crewing on an oil tanker for years. Tonight he gets a chance to serve his country. <laughs> the agent laughed at the irony. He can smuggle us onto an oil tanker? Ari didn't look convinced. You'll see. I'll be back by midnight. He opened the door and slipped out before Ari could react. In true Israeli fashion, the agent was late. Ari sat in pitch darkness, with not even a ray of moonlight. One by one, he expended his matches to look at his watch. One thirty, and he only had one match left. His backside ached from his cramped position. He stood and swung his arms in a circular motion, first in one direction, then the other. He used his last match to light another cigarette. At quarter to two, the door opened slowly. Follow me, the agent whispered. They passed through the fisherman's wharf without encountering a soul.